Welcome to the new sound of Rockland. Rocklandworldradio.com. Exciting online TV and radio. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Welcome, Welcome to the new sound of Rockland. And here we are once again. It's Friday. Yay, Friday, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's Gay Friday. So here we are. Just do one quick little thingy. Do, 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 do. Uh-huh. Okay. And now we're done. Let's see if we can push my button. All right. Yahoo. Did it. All right. So here we are again. Welcome to the... I think I'm just going to keep doing this. Welcome to the circus. I am your ringleader. Yes, because that's basically what this social media is. It's a circus. It's a circus. So, but there's some exciting things happening on the circus called social media. And that is, if you are on Pinterest, you're going to have some new tools, which I am very, very excited about. Um, So I will read you the email that they sent me. Okay, so they sent me an email, and I got this email. I have to first, now I have to find it through, like... 500 emails that I get a day. So just bear with me. I think I have it in a certain, I think I put it in a nice good folder. That's one good thing about email is like you can really like organize all of your, um, all of your emails can all get organized, which is the way that I like everything is to be organized anyway. Um, bum, 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 dun, dun, dun. Let's see if I have it in here. See, oh, here we are. Okay, new business tools. So Pinterest has new business tools. So let me see. So I have to click on the link that they sent me to open it up to get into what the new tools are. I had no time to read this the other day because I've been busy if you haven't noticed. If you follow me on Facebook, first of all, and you follow me on Twitter, and probably I think I put it on, um, I did put it on Pinterest, um, my book is finished. My recipe book is done. It will be an ebook. It should, I should know if it's going to be out tomorrow. I'll know later. If it's not out tomorrow, it's out Sunday. But just an ebook first. So this is the new way of doing things with books, by the way. So instead of having the paperback first and then the ebook follows or having both together in the past. So now I just have um, the ebook first. Exclusively on Amazon for about 90 days. And then I can put the ebook other places. Then it can pop up other places. But the paperback will come out probably sometime next week. I'm guessing it will be ready to go Wednesday, but I'm not going to predict anything. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So, here we are. Coming soon to, to Pinterest. All right. Shop the look ads. All right. So, you're going to see these ads these are really cool ads, by the way. So today they've announced the Shop Look ads in the new collections format for mobile. It's the easiest way for retailers to feature multiple products in a single in a single ad, so pinners can discover great products in the context of pins, image, and click to check out on the retailer's site. So there you go. It's inspired by their organic Shop the Look pins, okay, which you can then tag up twenty five items, okay. So they have those. That's one of the new features. New business profiles now with video and shop tab. 
All right. So now they're introducing a new, more dynamic business profile that brings business pins and products front and center. A dedicated shop tab enables people to shop items directly from the profile and drive traffic to the retailer sites. With this redesign, the businesses can also customize their profile cover with a video or images to more effectively highlight their brand story and engage pinners. See, so I told you, like, they're really up and with it, Pinterest. Um, catalogs and shopping ads go global. With catalogs, businesses can upload their full catalog, okay? Which is one of the coolest things, I think, now that you can actually do. Um, you can't really upload a full catalog on other sites. I mean, Facebook is a pain in the booty. Sorry, Facebook. But And then uh, on Instagram, you can't really do that either. You can't upload the whole entire catalog. I'm just thinking of other ones. Twitter, forget about it. They don't even have an edit button. You think they're gonna be able? You're gonna be able to do this stuff? All right. So, and then you can uh, upload your full catalog to Pinterest and automatically turn their products into shoppable product pins. So, how cool is that? And then there's a lot of other stuff that they'll tell me about that. Okay. So that is that is their new entire. Those are their new tools. All for businesses, obviously. But I think that itself is just one of the most amazing things. So they've been changing a lot in the past year, Pinterest, and getting with it more than um, more than uh, other platforms. But that's really cool. Those are really cool tools. So now, now we, as we talk about that, let's go on to Facebook. Because... Facebook is doing different things, too, as of October 1st, which is right around the corner. So if you, uh, this is mostly for Facebook and for Instagram, but I'll do, in, let me do Instagram first. Okay, so if you are on Instagram a lot, you notice that people sell like diet pills and dietary supplements, and they do sell um, pharmaceutical stuff. Those things are going to be changing. So Instagram announces new policies for promoting diet products and also cosmetic procedures. So, which is about freaking time. Because, I mean, if you think about it, a lot, sometimes, and I've seen people, um, companies have reached out that do this kind of stuff for influencers and ambassadors for their products. Um, This is why they're changing this. Just just so you know. So Instagram announced new policies for promoting certain weight loss products and cosmetic procedures on its platform. And in some cases, the promatic content will be removed entirely. The Facebook-owned social media giant and the influencers who use it to do business have caused controversy for how to diet or detox teas and other miraculous, in quotation marks, weight loss products have been promoted. See, so again, it's called amb- the, the ambassadors and the influencers are on, they have like saturated Instagram. This is where they're changing it. So now it says, under the new policies, which start October 1st, people can report certain weight loss products or cosmetic procedures. And if the post includes a price or incentive to buy it, Instagram say they will restrict people they know to be under 18 from seeing the post. Moreover, if the post contains miraculous claims about a diet or weight loss product and is linked to a commercial offer, it will be removed entirely. 
and that's mostly what you see on Instagram. So the the um, public policy manager from Instagram said, we want Instagram to be a positive place for everybody that uses it, and this policy is part of our ongoing work to reduce the pressure that people ha- can sometimes feel as a result of social media. Okay, so that's what Instagram is doing. Now, Facebook is also going to change certain things. So, and what Facebook is going to be changing is basically how they're how which ads they let go that they let in and which ads they reject because you know they change their policies all the time sometimes they change it without telling you i just have to say that all right so new update now this says by mid-october but the other one i read was by october 1st so i don't know which one's accurate but new update advertisers so this is for um for running ads on if you are for, for politics basically so i do run politicians facebook pages by the way right so facebook was kind enough to send me a message all right thank you facebook so pay um so by mid-october advertisers must set up new paid for by disclaimers to continue running ads about social issues so that's anybody who does so that's not also politics though that's also environmental people and uh, so if you're going to do things that are a social issue, like uh, I'm just trying to think, um, like climate change is a social issue, um, just off the top of my head, I, well, abortion is a social issue, women making more money is a social issue, you get the drift. I mean, like all these different things are social issues. So if you're doing, if you're have a Facebook page that deals with social issues, you are now involved in this new way of that you have to set up your, your ads. Paid for by. So whoever paid for your ad needs to now have a disclaimer. To continue running about social issues, elections, or politics in the U.S. To do this, they have to go to their page settings and select authorizations and get started. Giving people more information about the ads they see across our platforms is a top priority of our election integrity efforts. That's why over the past few years, we've made important changes to help ensure more transparency and authenticity in ads about social issues, elections, or politics in the United States. Now, I can tell you right now that there's going to be a line drawn. That There's going to be some sort of problemo with this. Because what? how are they going to determine what a social issue is? So let's say I'm trying to think of some of the clients I have. Okay. So for example, I have a client who helps people um, if they have concussions or if they have anxiety or they can't sleep. All right. Isn't anxiety a social issue? Like would they see if if I'm trying to promote his business you know, and isn't getting, you know, concussions in the NFL is an issue. But I don't know, would it be considered a social issue? Would it be just considered an issue? See, so I'm going to run into trouble. We all know that we are. I'll be complaining about it as soon as it happens. So, so okay, so you, then Facebook advertisers have to update. Their products consist of authorizations, labeling, and ad library. So I have a whole new set of things to look at. And I'm telling you, this thing is like, long then location has to be verified step by step here disclaimers i mean blah 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 it's a pain 
So if you don't know how to do it, this is why people hire me. Basically, because if you don't have time to be looking at social media and you have no time how to get through all of this jumbo, because this is jumbo crap, basically, that they're just sending you stuff and then they're having you read it and then you're like, uh-huh, okay, like you understand. A lot of people don't understand this stuff and that's where I come in. I will understand it. I will look through it. I will scream at my computer for you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's all I have to say. Um, on that. So, you have Pinterest. Great job. You have Facebook and Instagram trying to change things. And I did get the notification today that they will, um, I believe they're rolling it. They're going to try to roll it out, I think. I think that's the notification I got today. Let us go look on there. Let me get rid of the email I don't need right now. Okay, here we go. Do, 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 Google, here we are, Facebook. Okay. Facebook tests hiding likes on social media posts. So this was a couple days ago. Like I told you, that's if you read my article, that's what was in the article. Facebook is going to get rid of likes. Facebook tests hiding likes on social media posts. The social network, which has been under fire for extreme content on its site, says it's testing to make the like posts private in Australia. So it's testing it in Australia. All right. Um, and they've tested it also on Instagram. To gain likes, people were sometimes motivated to post messages and videos that had collaborated to go viral. So some of the stuff that you pretty much probably saw was paid for to go viral. Or, you know, they had a lot of other things happening that helped lead to, you know, all, all the stuff that we see on Facebook. Now Facebook is moving to limit the importance of likes and other metrics, which means now, I've been saying this for years, likes don't mean crap. I like If you listen to last week's show, I, ha I went back to basic 101, where people, you know, they still, I, I, I don't know why this is still important to them, but somebody on Twitter mentioned to me, well, I have 33,000 people that like my Twitter page. And I said to him, well, whoop-de-doo. Because that means absolutely crap in the business world. And that's what, people who are especially young entrepreneurs need to understand. It doesn't matter if you have 33,000 or you have 3,300 or you have, you know, uh, 100 people like your page. What matters are two things. One, the quality of your content. Two, the engagement that quality content has. Like I, oh, like I said to you in the beginning of this year, what Facebook wanted to do was to have people have more conversation. That's why they went back to, you know, the importance of groups. Because people have conversation in groups, more or less than on their personal page. All right. So on Thursday, the social network said it was starting a test in Australia. That was yesterday. Where people's likes, video view counts, and other measurements of posts would become private to other users. And here's the reason. I will tell you the reason right off the bat. Um, it, right. Well, it says blah, blah, blah. But I will tell you why they did that. Because everybody then sees, well, only 2,500 people like that saw that video. Or only five people, 50 people like that, like that post. Um, you don't want to have people then like things out of sympathy, number one. And it really screws up your, your you know your stats 
people just go and scrolling and liking things and not even knowing what the hell they're liking. But it also makes people anxious. And then people feel left out. Well, how? And then people feel um, jealous and envious of other people when they see that this one got 500 likes, this one got 500 views. Well, only 400 people, you know, oh, 400 people liked her post, but only 40 liked mine. That's basically what it's going to be. So you can still see how many people like your posts, but you're not going to see how many people liked your friend's posts. So the competition aspect of that's out. Now, I don't know how it's going to affect with business pages, but we will see what they, we will see what happens. So, uh, and, and this is basically what they call internet health. Um, like counts, arguing that the metrics have a negative impact on people's self-esteem. So that's what basically I told you. Facebook has also been under fire for the amount of extreme content on its site, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. And then social media influencers have also racked up likes, sometimes by purchasing them which I've said over and over again, and making money by promoting products to their followers. This is why they're going to get rid of them. Because now, I'll just throw out a, a brand. I'll just throw out a company's name. Um, Macy. Macy's. So let's say Macy's ha- wants to hire somebody to be an influencer. So they go look at your page, and they determine, oh, wow, look, she's got 10,000 people that like her page. And, oh, look, and like, and on her posts, she's got 500 likes. You know, she's got 1,000 here. She's got 1,500 here. All paid for. You can pay for likes, not just followers, too. You can pay for everything. Anything you can think of on social media, you can pretty much pay for. That's pretty much a given. So that's why they're getting rid of it. Instagram, the photo sharing site owned by Facebook, also began hiding some likes and other metrics this year as part of an experiment to intend intended to make users feel happier about the time they spend on the platform. So that's what I try to tell my clients. It doesn't matter how many people like a post. If you have 10 people that like a post, there are probably 10 quality people that are going to either be a client or are a client. And that's what you want. You don't need the 500 likes, you know, repertoire. It doesn't work anymore. It's not what it's not it's not what social media is about anymore. Like I posted on Twitter, we should be using social media in a positive way to impact people, not try to impress people. Um, a lot of people use it to impress people, you know, and then they use it with the likes, the video views, all the metrics are the way that they try to impress people, basically. Um, and we really, um, we really shouldn't be doing that anymore. I think it's totally gotten out of hand. Um, and I think that pretty much sums it up. I mean, this week, I have to say, this week has been, at least on social media, a little more low-key. The past couple weeks of September, and it has been a sassy September. So, the last couple weeks on social media have been crazy. You know, between NFL players doing stuff and... And then this one doing something else. And then that one posting this. And then all the crazy content stuff that I've seen in the past, like, month. It has been a crazy month. Um, so, at least I can say this week has been a little more low-key for social media stuff. Um, you know, Twitter's still, I'm just looking at it right now. It's still, it's still doing its usual thing. So... 
I can tell you, all right, so people ask me this all the time. What's the difference between all the platforms? Because I always tell you not to post the same material at the same time. Well, because they all work differently. For example, Facebook, you really, uh, I'll just talk on a personal level. Facebook, you really don't have to always put a picture on your personal page. You don't. On your business page, yes, you do. In order for your business post to get any notice, to be noticed, you either need to have a video or a picture, depending on what you do. Some people can get away with not having video, especially if, you know, if you're selling a product and it's selling it's flying off the shelves, you really don't need video. But if you are a service, you're more likely need to have videos on there to tell people about your service and why your service is different than anybody else's and why you beat out your competitor type stuff. I said that last week. We need to know the who, who are you, and what, what do you do that makes you different from other people, and why. Why should we come to you and not your competitor, or why should we use your product or service? So those are the three the three things that you really need in a video. But other than that, you know, not everybody needs a video, depending on what you do. But videos are different than pictures. See, so if you're gonna, if you want to have that real, authentic look on your page, you do a video, or you hire a photographer who's gonna take real, actual pictures of you, your product, and what you do. Stock images are very big now. I can pretty much let me see. I can I can actually name. I have them listed. I can name to you for you all these stock images sites that people that there are that that they're out there. Okay, these are out there. Let me find that because I have, I have, I have. Okay, here now here are ten free stock photo websites. There's called there's one Pixels, Unsplash, Pixbay, StyleSock, Negative Space, Burst, Cupcake, Kaboom Pics, Barn Images, and one that I have never heard of, Barn Barn Images. I think that's the one. So I mean, there's ten of them right there, and everybody uses them and guess what all of these free ones most likely 95% have the same picture so even if you go to picks if you if you're one business so let's well I, I like to use coffee shops because it's I drink coffee so I can really late all right so let's say you have two different coffee shops you have coffee shop a and you have coffee shop B coffee shop a went on unsplashed and found a nice picture of a coffee cup on on the table Coffee House B went on Pixbay and found the exact same picture that the other coffee house found on Unsplashed. And they used it on their website. Then they used it as their quote-unquote logo, which you can never do and you never, ever should do. Then they used it on their Facebook page and then they used it on their Instagram pages and so forth, right? So Joe goes to Coffee House A and has a horrible experience at Coffee House A. So he leaves and he goes on Google to find another coffee house that's nearby. There's Coffee House B. And guess what picture comes up on the website and on the Facebook page and as the logo and the same one that Coffee House A used. So Joe now has a negative feeling towards Coffee House B even though he's never stepped into it because of the picture. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I've been saying. That's why stock images should not be used. 
if you're using stock images, you really there are sites that you can go on to make it look more realistic and you can change things up. But why if you're gonna spend all that freaking time doing that, just go ahead and take a damn picture. It's easier and it's also cheaper to take your own pictures, get like a really good camera and get really good maybe you know, maybe get the new iPhone. Spend that money and then take it yourself compared to having to go online to look for pictures, to scroll through them and pick the same picture that everybody else is picking. That's like the stupidest thing. And people do this. I'm not saying that. You'd be surprised. I think a lot of people would be surprised if I showed them like things. Like, here, look. Same picture. Oh, oh, same logo. Because that's all people do. Or they use the stupid logo sites that I've seen pop up as ads on Facebook. They're not real logos. You're not creating your own identity if you see them pop up on Facebook, by the way. Go to a graphic designer, a logo designer who will design your own identity that's what you need but these people don't listen so that's basically what's that you know that's why i tell people not to use stock images because that's what happens people that have a negative reaction to seeing your stuff and then voila they don't bother coming in and then you lose business so always go with the more real realistic approach when you're doing your business stuff now on a personal level it doesn't make a difference but like I said, on a personal page, you really don't have to use pictures to get noticed. But it's always better to have something there for people to look at. They'll stop more. They're more inclined to stop scrolling if they see something interesting, whether it's on your personal page or it's on your business page. That's why, but though, on your business page, you must either have a picture. You must either have, you can do three things. A picture, a video, or now with the Facebook thing where you can change it, make different colors. If try to keep it in that um, range with the letters and the characters in that um, colorful thing because people do stop to see those color things. Those color things, you know, people it stops and people go, "Oh, look at that!" Okay, and then they keep scrolling. So that's the difference between a business, Facebook, and personal. Now on Instagram, it's all about picture and video. You cannot post without posting a picture or video, so you have no choice. See on Facebook, you have options. Instagram, you don't. And also with Instagram, I think I'm still waiting for the email. You're going to soon be able to post from a laptop on Instagram. But the catch is you have to have a Facebook business page. If you don't have a business Facebook page, you won't be able to do it. Anyway, so that's what Instagram is. Picture, video. That's all it's about. It's about the content. It's not about you writing 500 words. I still see people thinking it's a microblog. Do not watch that girl on YouTube. I don't even know what her freaking name is. And frankly, I don't care what her name is. On YouTube, who keeps telling you, oh, I use it as a microblog. And, and then everybody reads it. No, honey, they ain't reading it. You're wasting your time by writing 500 words on Instagram. And don't use 10,000 different emojis. You should not be doing. Like, use two or three but not like 27. <laughs> and same with hashtags. It's the same thing. People are still posting like it's 2013, 2014, 2015. We're in 2019. It's a different way of posting. You need to go with what the time is and how to do it. Can't do it the old way. Got to do it the newer way. Uh, that's Instagram. P Pinterest is a combo of Facebook and Instagram. You still have to put a picture or a video. But you have an option 
of you can put a link you don't have to put a link you can tell people what the picture's about you don't have to tell people what the picture's about you know you can tell people what the video's about and so forth and use hashtags that's what pinterest is linkedin is all about business so and people do put funny things on there i have to say i did see a couple people put some really funny um posts so and on linkedin you can do pretty much what you want on linkedin you can take um an article you saw from forbes and post it on your LinkedIn. You can you can write a blog post, put it on LinkedIn. You can take a picture and put a picture on. You can start taking video and put video on LinkedIn. You can put live video. You can put you know recorded video. So that's that's what LinkedIn is. Twitter is different. Twitter, you really don't have to put pictures. I mean, they tell you that your thing gets looked at twenty percent more if you have a picture. Well, I tried that. No. It doesn't always work. So it also depends on what your content is and the time that you're tweeting. And you also have to tweet a lot more often. So like people think like you can just tweet like once a week. <laughs> no, you cannot. You have to. T- I tweet like five to ten times a day. Where And that's ten times a day. So Twitter's a lot more work because you gotta, you're tweeting more. You're retweeting things from other people. They're retweeting you back. You're getting new followers and so forth. That's mostly how Twitter works. You don't have to put picture. Video is a little harder to put on Twitter because they they automatically trim it a certain amount. So you really can't put a longer video. I don't ever see videos that that much longer than I than maybe eh, three minutes. I, don't have to, I would have to look at that again and, and check that out. But you can do live video on Periscope, which then gets streamed through your Twitter account. So if you want to do per, um, Periscope, which I haven't done in like forever, you can do it also that way as well. But again, Twitter is far behind all the rest of them. But it still works because it depends on the on the quality content that you're putting out there on Twitter um, that gets noticed. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, YouTube is all video. Although, I have put still images on YouTube with the background of either me talking or my, um, my songs that I've written. And then they're on there. So, I mean, you can do that kind of stuff on YouTube. But YouTube, like we know, is, is mostly for videos. Um, Instagram TV is a separate thing for Instagram that you can do too. And Facebook now has their... Facebook watch so everybody's doing video so I'm gonna tell you you're gonna probably see more about video stuff coming out in 2020 like with Netflix and Amazon and all these different digital video people oh Hulu I'm trying to think other ones all the streaming ones um, there's gonna be a lot more different things happening and I can tell you basically probably with sports you know, sport teams are going to want to get that money. You know, the league's going to want to get that money. So you may have to watch games on Hulu. Or you may have to watch games on Amazon Video. Or you may have to watch games on Netflix. Who knows? Um, where they're going to be. Facebook Watch. I know, I think I saw baseball on there. Um, and Instagram TV. Who knows? You, they may actually show something on Instagram TV. And the other ones may come up with something themselves, too. A lot of things are, the landscape's changing. People just have to learn to actually go with the changes. Um, a lot of times people don't go with the changes. So, this is what happens. 
you know, then we have to hear complaints about this not going and then this working. And then they change the algorithm on people and everybody freaks out. Um, but in any case, that is what's happening now. So I think I pretty much hit on everything I want to hit on today. Thank you, God. <laughs> and let's see, any news and notes? Dun, 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 dun. Not really. So my uh, just will say my recipe book will be an ebook first on Amazon only. If you follow me on any social media platform, I will have the link there. So you can then go ahead and purchase the book on an ebook on Amazon. And then the the paperback will be coming out momentarily. But we're doing it this way first because this is the way that people are reading books more or less from paperbacks which I still actually physically read a paperback book I don't know about anybody else but I like actually having the book in my hand flipping the pages if I have to highlight something I can highlight something and always go back to that uh, I don't really like reading on a device maybe because I'm always on a device a lot of people are on their phones way too often and way too much and it's sometimes better to actually be able to put your phone and your device down and actually pick up a book and read a book. Um, but there will be a paperback. Don't worry. It's a recipe book. There has to be a paperback. And then um, I'm going to see where else it's going to go and where else I'm going to put the book. Because there's other, there's other exciting things I can do with it. There are also other platforms that I'm on. So I'm also on Goodreads. If you haven't ever joined Goodreads and you love books, you need to be on that one. And then the other new one that I love is All Author. So it's A-L-L Author. It's a really great one. So I'm on that one too. So you can check me out on those too. Um, and you can also check out other authors that are on All Author and also on Goodreads. Um, probably all your favorite authors are on those. Because those are just for books. They're book platforms. Like LinkedIn is a platform for business. Those are a platform for people who write books and who like to read books. Um, and just as though I like to have a paperback book, when I'm writing my books, I still write with a pen or a pencil in a notebook. And then I take that to the computer and then type it in, which I'm doing for my new book for 2020, which is my upcoming follow-up to Hello, Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, which was my best-selling book. Um, if you want to purchase that one, that's everywhere. So that's on Amazon as a paperback, Amazon as a ebook. that's on Burns & Noble, um, that it's on Lulu and other places. So just go on Amazon and whatever, whoever, whoever else is selling my book, other vendors, it's, it's on there too. So that pretty much wraps up today's show. Thank you as always for listening and or watching. And I will see you all next week. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Since I'm coaching cheerleading, we have a game on Friday night that we have to travel to. So I have to coordinate what time. I may be on next Friday at 2. Not sure. If I will be. If not, I'll just replay one of my shows. But have a great weekend. And if you're here in New York, it's beautiful weather for fall. And it is my niece's first birthday tomorrow. So we will be celebrating outside tomorrow with her. And um, that pretty much wraps it up. So I'll see you all next time. Take care. Bye. <laughs>